0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bongiorno. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine evening?
1: And Bongiorno feels wrong because it is pitch black outside. It is outside. pitch black outside. <laughs> Although it is only
0: literally six o'clock right now as I we are recording it. this. This I'm still not used to it.
1: My day of birth is on the darkest day of the year. Oh, yep.
0: that's true. That's true. Yeah, I put I, that together.
1: Ideal for gamers because, you oh, know, then absolutely. you don't have to deal with the, the glare on your TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> but not great for people that love the sun and enjoy being outside, which is also me. Yeah,
0: I tell you, we were just, uh, as you know, we were just in Vegas last week. 2 hours set back from here because of, of it's in Pacific time I guess. Oh, and whoa. it was getting dark and there's like mountains all around Vegas. It was getting dark at like 4:40.
1: Unacceptable. It was
0: weird i I mean i I don't like this
1: vegas cultural standards that's probably a good thing because like all the air quotes good stuff happens at night right vegas the party never stops uh, well it's probably true you know
0: so it was (laughs) but still kind of trippy kind of a weird time did you
1: eat at guy fieri's um 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 restaurant
0: we did not eat at his main restaurant but we did eat at chicken guy which is like his just it's literally just like chicken strips and chicken sandwiches and stuff like that delicious well we we love
1: we love a specialist king oh
0: we do indeed because it was like deeply deeply like a thick panko breading Ooh, with like, like some like panko. cheese kind of like in worked in there a little Blew, bit maybe like mind, some, no no no, not like not like cheese it's not like it's you rip it apart and you see like cheesy Blew. but still so good and the fries perfect seasoning
1: nashville hot or just standard fried
0: uh close to a nashville hot i would say nice I like so yeah nashville it was hot. it was really good it was a delicious food. did
1: you get dressed up to go in your guy it was literally
0: in in the uh caesar's palace food court so it's not like it was super fancy there was like a guy fieri like standalone restaurant but we just didn't mess we didn't mess with that we did try to go to a bobby flay restaurant that was nice and they did not have any seating so wow because he was too popular
1: lame so
0: anyway (laughs) that's neither here nor there it's just dark outside and it's getting colder which means it's the perfect season to stay inside and play video games and talk about video games, which is what we're going to do here on team chat podcast, where you can listen to new episodes on Thursdays, which also sorry about having a couple off weeks here, but it is the end of the year and things get a little bit more difficult with scheduling. We're doing the best we can, but thanks for being here, everybody. And you can listen to those on podcast services around the world wide web, as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. You can find us on social media at Facebook threads, Instagram and you can join our Discord server. We have a lot of great conversation when we're not here recording the show. And finally, if you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, you can head over to patreon.com team pet chat podcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and in return. We give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release and access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. But There are a lot of really cool people who have been supporting the show over there, such as Ark, Super Saiyan Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W. So thank you to all of them. But if you can't do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand. And there are a lot of great free ways that you can support the show, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the podcast. All that helps get the good word out there to the masses. And for that, we are truly grateful and love each and every one of our viewers, listeners, and patrons alike.
1: Bam, Heart yeah. emoji. See, I didn't get surprised that time. Yeah, I was ready. Listening. That you're was the listening. first time That's in a good. while that I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to
0: say, that may have been the smoothest intro I've done. Perchance all year.
1: Oh. I was mostly was just great. listening to the cadence, not the words. Yeah. So I still wasn't. It was it was flowing. Listening. I didn't
0: trip up. I'm just I'm just patting myself on the back. It only right took there all because year because it only took all year and 303 episodes later to do it. But we do have, uh, since it is the end of the year, it's uh, it's time for us to do our year-end wrap-up. So we're going to be talking about what, you know, our favorite gaming feats of the year, uh, games that we've played, our feats. top three, you know, <laughs> just like fun stuff that happened throughout the year as we were gaming. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the games we've, our top three games of the year and our personal games of the year and all that other good stuff. And we have a few submissions from our listeners as well. So we'll be reading those in a bit. But before we get to all of that goodness... Let's get a little bit of a moment with Mogan and find out what's coming out soon and other news. Intermittent with Mogan.
1: <laughs> okay, because we missed a little bit, including the Game Awards, where there were a couple of shadow drops, and yes. by I missed a little bit, what I mean is, it's just been some time. We live-streamed it, obviously, which you can That's do right. on you our Twitch go watch channel. watch all that mods. stuff. But, in case you missed it, the finals came out on December oh, 7th man. for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. This is a three-versus-three, like, team-based... Three-versus-three-versus-three-versus-three. Three, yeah, what, what I mean is just, like, Tri-Squads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tri-Squads Heist Game, which... It's which I watched uh, Jarrett and Snooty Boots play together the last day of the beta, because yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I, entertain me. I wish to be entertained. <laughs> so they were like, all right. Um, it we looks got some games
0: in now. That really it's released. fun. It's and very fun. I
1: do really need to pick this up. I do want to get it once I eventually get a PlayStation Five, which is probably coming up sort of any week now. So it's going to be very soon. The finals look super fun. Definitely check it out if you're a pan a fan of team based shooters slash heists. We might he doesn't love money.
0: We might have to make a a games. We love channel. In the Discord for Ooh, yeah, it because yeah I know up. I know a few other people I, I know your brother got it and then I want to say Super Saiyan Ace also did as well oh, yeah, so I think we've he got did. Yeah, so we yeah. yeah we've got some we got some players ready to take place if in the we finals. get one
1: more person we can do in team chat three v three Ooh. I like that
0: I like that a lot
1: God I feel bad for whoever gets me on their <laughs> team <laughs> I will be dragging the curve uh, down um, In other news Baldur's Gate 3. First of all congratulations Game of, Game the, of year, the Year Larian Studios knocking it out of the park full suit of armor. Kudos. It was great stuff. Good to see it that yeah. y- get the win. Uh, but um, BG three did come out for Xbox Series X and S on that day, December eighth. So Xbox players can now pick it up.
0: Really quick before we move on from Baldur's Gate three, have you seen the videos of I start I like somehow got thrown into the algorithm uh, on my TikTok and whatnot of uh Spider Man two stands. No, seeing that Baldur's Gate three won when literally Spider Man won no other award at the Game Awards. Whoopsies. Uh, but they get got to game awards uh, to the game of the year and they're like, Alright, here it is, Spider-Man 2, let's go. And Baldur's Gate wins and they just melt down. Oh, they're like, no. Who's played this game? What
1: is this game? No one's ever heard of this game.
2: And it's mean, like, fair, oh my god. I've
1: I have that feeling about the new Spider-Man game. Yeah. It's like who's fucking playing it? No one. Not not in our know circle, yeah. Really. Anyone that's playing the new Spider. Not that I think it's bad, it's probably yeah. a great oh, game. Oh yeah, it looks like a really fun. One. I just feel like it's one of those games, and there have been a few this year that came out that I feel this way about where like they came out they're probably great but I heard crickets about mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. whereas Baldur's Gate 3 came out and everyone was fucking losing their minds over which it. I think
0: is because this year especially was pretty stacked in really good games yes it so was a stacked year it's you know it might have been actually really hard to stand out
1: yeah uh, Resident Evil 4 remake is now out for PlayStation VR 2 for those VR enthusiasts out there Kirak I see you uh, Baron Breakfast a cozy uh, sort of oh, like yeah hotel. I remember that yeah Baron Breakfast is like a sort of cozy hotel simulator uh, that's previously been out on Steam and maybe the Switch, but it's now coming to PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four. Cool, we love it when the PS4 still gets a game. Uh, Hammer Watch Two, PlayStation Five and Switch is out on December twelfth. Little Nightmares is getting its iOS and and excuse me. Oh, yeah, just Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares is getting its iOS and Android ports on December 12th as well. I think that was announced a long, long time ago. I didn't realize it was going to be this far into the year, but um, Potion Craft is out for PS5, PS4, and Switch. SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake is out for iOS and Android. Viewfinder is out for PS4. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising is out for PS5, PS4, PC December 14th. Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition is is making its way to iOS and Android on the 14th as well. The best
0: way to play. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>.
1: <laughs> uh, this one is going to get the people riled up. I can feel it. House Flipper Two for oh, PC, snap. <laughs> December Fourteenth. Palea. This one actually will get some of the people riled up. It's been in beta for a while now, but Palea is getting its official Switch release on December Fourteenth as well. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet: The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero hyphen the Indigo Disc is out for. That's that name, a long
2: ass. That is a long Is out
1: for Switch on December Fourteenth. I got that's. DLC. Terra Nil is out for the Switch on December 18th. Loot River. Who knows what that is? Is out for PS5, PS4 on December nineteenth, and then closing us out for the year. It's fucking Resident Evil Four remake again, <laughs> but this time for Mac and iOS Mac. on December 19th. Nice Ma- point for Mac. Point for Mac. We really should keep a Mac board know, because that it should happens come back in so rarely. Oh boy. Anyway, so Resident Evil Four remake has got to be out for everything by now. I'd better not see this game again next year. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be cl- basically it for. The rest of the year, those are all the major releases, Very and even cool. some Very minor cool. releases.
0: Yeah, uh, but before we move on to the main topic, too, we do have to say uh, a big old pour one out. Everybody, for the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Everybody, raise your laquais. It's gone. E three. E three has gone to the grave. Officially You're
1: dead. Finally, I mean, for the foreseeable future formally counted. yeah will
0: it be re- reborn in some way rise like a phoenix from the ashes hard to say hard yeah. to say
1: but let's 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 take a question
0: okay cool. I mean, technically, we're supposed to pour one out, but there's too much uh, electronic yeah,
1: to equipment around do that here. here. I'm not
2: <laughs> doing that. I'm not
1: doing that. Uh, so, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Obviously, a lot like everybody else, I'm mm-hmm. gonna miss E3. I mean, yeah. it definitely had its problems, much like every other video game related platform yeah. does. It's got its problems, but it was always, at least in the early days, not even the early days, like the mid days. It was such an event, you yeah. know, so fun, so hype. Even if all of that hype wound up dying on launch day when the games were broken and unfinished. Uh, but it was really, you know, it's it's the end of an era. Yeah, it really so, is. Because so it, ninety five
0: is when it started, I think. It's been a long, so. It's been long it's time. it had a long life. I mean, I'm sure something will come to replace it. I mean, this is, a lot of these studios and and like you know already had their own showcases because they're so big now and everybody yeah. has like and it's so easy to live stream these things nowadays and it's easy to and most of them already have their own studio space to be able yep. to do that. So I understand why it pivoted away from that. I st- and you know, there's already you know alongside the game. Jeff Keighley does have Summer Games Fest, uh, which kind yes. of fills that gap yeah. too. And there's still packs and a few yeah, other I was big ones say the too. Paxes. So it's not like video game expos are dead completely. It's just that the but big, one the big is gone. granddaddy of them all is gone. And to some extent, I really was hoping that like it would have been cool to go in person once they opened it up, you know, to to the public. Because that was only within the last 10-ish years. I yeah. want to say that that happened. And so you know, it was always a dream that like hey, that would be really cool to do can't do that anymore but like uh brandon pointed out in our discord when we were talking about it when the news officially broke that yeah well summer games fest you can go in person so you know we'll have to plan a trip team chat does sgf
1: where do they host that
0: uh la san francisco okay so somewhere over there
1: somewhere over yonder
0: so still kind of a sad bittersweet moment but all right games will continue
1: r.i.p and pc3 Yes. yes we hardly knew ye
0: but Let's talk about games that gave us life this year. not the (laughs) Deadly (laughs) 3.
1: Oops. Uh, And
0: so, like we said, our main topic today. A real hard pivot. (laughs) I didn't know how to get out of it, but there it is. Uh, (laughs) A real hard pivot to talking about our 2023 gaming in review. So, like I said, we'll share our top three games of the year, but then also... We'll share some of our stats from our PlayStation wrap-ups, Nintendo Switch wrap-ups, and then just, like, I usually always keep a list of games that I finished this year. How many games did you finish this year?
1: That's a loaded question.
0: (laughs) Chronic unfinisher of games.
1: (laughs) Definitely one. Okay, because that's good. way back at the beginning of the year, you might remember I finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot you played I finally, that this year. finally circled back and played that game. Excellent game, by the way. Fantastic. You know, that's just a really good segue into that. It was going to be one of my honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Because it didn't make the top three list, even though part of me really, really wanted to put it on there for reasons we'll talk about soon. Uh, but yeah, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is so still worth going back and playing it if you haven't already. Even if you didn't play the first game, it doesn't really matter. You can still have an absolute blast with it. also fighting that spider boss isn't as hard as Jarrett made it look in his stream it was easier than (laughs) than you think (laughs) so don't worry about the difficulty curve Jarrett's just afraid of spiders and he wasn't thinking clearly it did throw me off my game i will say in that fight plus what he glossed over is the fact that the big spider has lots of little spider babies which makes it worse they're so cute though
0: no they're not no, no. They're terrible. they're terrible. They're
1: terrible. <laughs> they, they're so cute and friendly.
0: Speaking of as that, it was cool to see a new Moon Studios game be announced yes, at Yes, uh, that game actually Awards. jogged
1: my memory about it. I was like, oh, yeah, Ori and the Will of the West." ruled. What, what's the name of their new one? Couldn't tell you. Fucking <laughs> 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 me neither. <laughs> but I'm the, just
0: excited it's coming. The
1: big departure is that um, it's kind of like isometric 3D. Yeah. It's like that top-down isometric view, kind of Bastion X-esque, mm-hmm. but it's 3D instead of 2D, like like 2D side-scrolling with their previous Major titles have been, so exciting times. It'll be some good stuff. They have gotten in trouble in the past, Moon Studios has, for some really bad crunch and some not great practices, so... Hopefully they can they can move past that. Hopefully the the, and, the ship has been cleaned. Right, right the wrongs of the past.
0: Yes, it's true. Uh, so let's see. I'll run down my list of games that I played and finished this year. Um, <laughs> I
1: didn't even make a
0: list. Well, it's just, <laughs> so it's just a thing I do. I like I've done this now for probably the last ten years. Yeah. I make a list of every uh, game I finish, movie I watch, and TV season that I mm. finish too. So like I've got a pretty big like entertainment backlog like catalog and stuff that i've done it's just fun to go back and look at and see when you played stuff like that uh so i started off the year finishing up god of war ragnarok very nice which quick aside i have been playing the shadow drop dlc uh uh, well i guess it wasn't shadow drop because it came out yesterday officially but it was announced at the game awards uh the god of war valhalla dlc Mm. which basically is a roguelike uh roguelike uh game and everything like that where you know well, everybody knows what that is, and so I've been playing through it uh, yesterday and today for a little bit. It's pretty damn fun, so go check it out. It's free DLC, which makes it even better. Uh, so finished up started off with God of War Ragnarok, then I played Moving Out, which is a very silly like co op. Yeah. Uh, it's a la overcooked game. Yes, you but told you're me movers, about that. Yeah, and it's very funny. And that and the physics are very physics wacky are and hilarious. Silly. Yeah, uh, we have Moving Out too. Also, but we just haven't had a chance to play that one
1: yet. You played that with Sam, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
0: Um, it's on here because it's like completely, completely finished. I platinumed Star Wars Battlefront 2.
1: I saw that on your PlayStation recap, I think. And I was like, really? Still in this the year of our Lord? I mean, 2023? A, I, I did <laughs>
0: delete it off my PlayStation after that was over to make room for other things. Because I was like, I did it. It's done.
1: I'm never going I'll, back. I, I mean, no.
0: I'll, I'll probably go back, especially oh. if they <laughs> never give another uh, Battlefront game like that. But it was still really fun to finally get that platinum. Uh, Ghost of Susi- Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, uh, fantastic game as I well. I totally
1: forgot that you only like in my mind you finished that game last year.
0: Yeah, I I like rem- was going through and making this list, of, uh, looking at my list, and I was like, oh yeah, I played that game. Yeah, that's why. Great game. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Ooh, yeah. Mass Effect. What'd you finish that one too? <laughs> two, two, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> <You got> two games. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect got finally oh, wrapped yeah, up God, that first one too. Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. And then advanced Wars one from Rubu camp. I still have two to go to, okay, but yeah, I got sure. I did finish the first one. Uh, and then not on this list too, but I also did platinum. Oh, I platinum Jedi Survivor also. Mm. And I platinumed Star Wars Racer, which is the pod racing game oh, from my tell me about that. so yeah. that which nice. still holds up is a fantastic racing game. So, <laughs>
1: It's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't finish any games this year (laughs) except for the two he just mentioned. I mean, it was a massive year in gaming for me. I played a ton of time in games, but it was kind of the same small handful of games. I did put quite a few hours into, or in the Will of the Wisps, they're like right at the January, February mark. I think I finished it in either January or very early February. Mm -hmm. Because then the best game of the year came out. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line came out at the very end February and
2: that was and that's my just whole year, your year in gaming <laughs>
1: so it's just that the games that I did play were massive and they took up all of my time and then a little sprinkle spronkle of other games on the side like my um we were talking about this in the discord my playstation recap this year is pathetic yeah because I spent so little time gaming on my PlayStation this year I barely used it mm-hmm. uh, the game that came out on top I guess it's probably no surprise but I was still kind of shocked at how many hours I did actually put into it was overwatch 2 <laughs> uh, just because it feels like I really barely played it at all
0: well because everyone barely played it yeah, at all barely. to be fair
1: very very sick burn there um what do you remember from my PS recap was it 50 some odd hours that I put into overwatch we can I see say we got the uh, we we got yeah, the old you discord right up. here we'll just so take a quick little peek so it was overwatch it was was that the only game i played this it honestly time i year? feel like it was like you didn't <laughs> put very much, much up there i no. think four games yeah, um, <laughs> four games <laughs> and that's it uh, and i did i did scroll up a little bit no that all, was that, it that was that's all it. you gave <laughs> that was all you gave uh, us yeah oh okay yeah it was it was Overwatch 2 and then oh uh, Solar Ash the oh, second runner yeah. up was Solar Ash and I was like oh yeah that, that game. game which I didn't finish <laughs> so it doesn't <laughs> even make it onto the finished list and everything else was so minuscule after that because Solar Ash I think I only had maybe five hours of playtime. Yeah. so my hours on Playstation were just abysmal this year which is too bad because we've been talking before the episode I just now picked up Dredge Mm -hmm. one of the contenders for indie game of the year at the game awards this year and I had known about it for many months it's been out for a while now but it's just a really nice kind of um, creepy horror flavored fishing sim Yeah, so it's sort of a horror game, but also not really. It's mostly for like chill fishing and junk, but there's creepy shit happening Ooh, on the margins. I'm excited. I'll am
0: have to see that one. I'll have to come over and like watch you play it for a bit because I will, I'm, Fishing in video games yes. is not one of my oh, favorite activities. But this one, a whole game dedicated yeah, to it, might be a little game. bit better. Might grab my attention a little bit. More. Uh,
1: it, it's definitely, I was getting the, this time of year, like when it starts to get cold and dark, I definitely get Stardew syndrome. I'm oh, like, for it's sure. time, it's time to it's start a farm. farm. <laughs> but I didn't want want to go back to Stardew Valley so I was like there's got to be something else yeah and because of the game awards I think they were having like a game awards sale on PlayStation so the deluxe edition of um, Dredge was on oh, sale shit. for shit like I should have checked that out 20 bucks out. it might still be on sale okay I'll have to go look so and see if they go, got go, me go check it out it was only $20 when I picked it up which included some sort of either DLC or maybe an update pack I really didn't nice. look that closely into it because I was like well why is one version $20 and it's the deluxe edition yeah but the base, base version is $24 I don't understand what's it happening so just get the deluxe version presumably it's cheaper and probably more of it um but i'm having a really fun time in it and if the playstation recap had caught those dredge hours i think it would have been like 60 (laughs) like 60 for the year yeah would edge it a little bit higher up
0: very cool uh well since we're talking about our recaps and stuff i'll uh share my playstation stats for the year uh i had 354 hours of gaming which feels pretty good that feels pretty good and that's like mixed in because I actually played on my PC a lot mm. more this year uh, because of like Baldur's Gate uh, yep. still playing Apex Hardcore which finally got cross progression oh,
2: and merged okay.
0: all accounts so I got like I had been playing on my Xbox and was like almost level 300 something and I obviously had like so many skins hey Snooty is playing, the, playing finals the finals right We're now on he on actually you. just texted me you want to run a few more <laughs>
1: Recording, I can't. Damn it! I'll text him back. <laughs> and, uh, He's recording you, dingus. <laughs> so,
0: uh, so been doing that still. And so, yes, yeah, so now I finally got like all my skins and everything from there, and like a ton of like gold and extra coins and stuff like that. So it was very, uh, it was very fun to finally get all that. And then now, yes, the finals also being on uh, on Steam.
1: I gotta pick up the finals quick so that it's you guys fun. don't get so far it's ahead so of me fun. that I'm just left in the dust. Um, I don't want to get Monster Huntered.
0: Th- I mean, that's me. Yeah. I get left in the dust in Monster Hunter. <laughs>
1: Uh, Two hundred and forty-nine
0: total trophies earned, which I feel like is pretty. I think pretty cool. What? Three platinums, oh, which is yeah. great. I haven't had a platinum in so long, so I've it kind of like relit it. that fire for me. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what else? And then my top five games. I mean, I already I already read them off in my completed list, so I won't redo that. What about your Switch, though? Because Switch is where you yes, were reigning supreme. Switch
1: is where all of my activity happened. Um, and I feel like we're just going to basically go through... Th- First of all, a b- quick drag on Bro-Mogan. <laughs> Fucking, so Tears of the Kingdom came out this year, and Bro-Mogan's number one game in hours was somehow still... Slay the Spire. He
0: loves that game. <laughs> he it's
1: a. I mean, a we're gonna look problem. at my stats here
0: in a little bit on the Switch, and you're gonna give me the same shit. Not for Slay the Spire. <laughs> I know. But I'm sure. I'll, for another game, he
1: doesn't even have to show me. I already know what it is. But yeah, my <laughs> my most played games. I think I had what about 450 total hours of games. I think that was that was, which was. Oh, first, I put it down here a oh, little bit for. There it is. There it is. Oh, 495, almost 500. If you had almost crested, that's the goal for 2024. <laughs>
0: Crest 500 hours.
1: There's not going to be another Tears of the Kingdom next year. How can I possibly get to Ah, that? You'll find it. You'll find it. (laughs) Because in terms of sheer time spent, my top three games were Tears of the Kingdom, put in 150, probably plus hours. Eventually Mm -hmm. it does stop counting. A uh, thi- f- final Fantasy theater rhythm, final bar line with the 144. <laughs> I'm surprised hours. you didn't cap that out at 150. I can't. I can't believe I didn't either. I you should have seen it and then just like
0: and just binge six hours before I, we started. recording It would not to get have there. been
1: hard, <laughs> but it wouldn't have changed the recap, so it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, by the end of the year, though, it will definitely have yeah. eclipsed. Uh, which actually will put it at the. I mean, obviously, it's on my new switch because I got the Tears of the right, Kingdom right. edition switch, so that'll put it as my most played game, which is really exciting because I'm I'm definitely going to get those extra hours. Uh, And then in third place, but not third in my heart, two Octo Two Path. Nice. Octopath Traveler 2 with 116 hours, which I am almost, big air quotes on this, finished with because everybody (laughs) that actually plays JRPGs knows that when you finish a character arc or a character's arcs in the case of Octopath Traveler 2 the game isn't actually over there's like the post game after that so it's not actually done but I think this is a game that I genuinely believe I will finish and then technically depending on how you want to count it uh I I technically did finish Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. I did all of the quests. Oh, nice. I completed nice. all of them. Nice. So, so uh, that's three. Count that one. Three games I'm, finished. I'm everybody. counting that
0: one. I'm counting that one.
1: 150 hours in Tears of the Kingdom, didn't finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> Shameful. My top gaming trends were at, on the Switch again. Action, 30%. Adventure, 27%. Music, 21%, which I feel like that should be higher. All of my theater rhythm hours, that should count as more. Role playing, 17%. I guess it's counting... How would that be accurate? Because role-playing is what I would consider Octopath Traveler 2. So how could it only be 17% on the Yeah, that's the weird. Party games, 3%. That's definitely Mario Party. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way it's anything else. And then shooters, 2%? On I don't, the Switch? I don't shoot anything on the Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah. Weird.
1: Weird. That Except was probably, the hours. No, well. That was probably um, one of those weird SNES games that I played with Bromo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah willing yeah. to bet,
0: probably something like that.
1: Also, for some reason, it didn't load my avatar into my recap, and I was annoyed about that. That is annoying because everybody else's me's loaded, and my me didn't. That's dumb. It's dumb because my me is sexy.
0: And then May, is that I'm assuming <laughs> uh, May was Tears of the
1: 118 Kingdom? of my hours. That was <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. But you know, it's funny when I kept going through the recap. The last, I think, starting oh, it was in Splatoon? Oh, it would have been Splat, yes. Because I did play a little bit of Splatoon 3 this year. Not a lot. I've pretty much tapered off on that game, but a little bit. So May was obviously the most of my years, but I think starting from about August, August and every other month of the year, my top game played was Final Bar Line. Uh, Like, no contest.
0: (laughs) Very cool. All right, we'll run through mine really quick. I actually did not have a chance to do this. We're going to do this live. This is this is going to be a put fun. It on the screen. I, oh, yeah. We're not going to
1: put. That's it on the going to the be screen. too much to do right
0: <laughs> now. Really gonna, quick, I have to like set up other whole it. other things. So yeah, <laughs> we're just going to talk through it and use your mind to <laughs> use imagine your the pictures. All right, well, let's get started here, uh, and we'll just read the same stats and just run through this real quick. Um. I need you my me, loaded. me. It, it loaded for me, but it's completely inaccurate. I have so much hair and no longer.
1: And you don't wear sunglasses indoors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, first game of 2023 was <gasps> oh. star Wars Jedi Knight. Ac- the title went away. And now I don't know what Jedi Knight Two, Aca- Jedi Academy. Uh, and so that game was fun, but also very annoying because the controls are very oh. outdated and f- it was a little rough.
1: My first game of the year was Ori and the will of the wisps. Nice.
0: Uh, I played 19 games, a total of 118 hours. Nice. That's pretty good for the Switch. There it is. There it is. We knew it. Uh, uh, Sid Meier Civilization VI, 53 hours uh, to that one. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, 25 hours. And then Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy uh, at 17 hours for my number three.
1: You know what? I got to say, I'm actually a little surprised that your Civ hours are that low
0: well because it got eaten up by Jedi survivor yep which sure was like did. 92 hours I played that one on the PlayStation Click through on and the then bottom. let's see what, uh, else, let's see what else we got oh never mind it's oh just that's just features. most played yep. month and gotcha. all that stuff uh Advance Wars such a fun game my god uh my gaming trends strategy was what top makes sense Civ. with Civ 6 and uh, and okay. got the boost yeah, of I'm honestly surprised because I started playing uh Cult of the Lamb again a little bit and I'm surprised it didn't make this because I still feel like I played it quite a bit this year, but I guess not. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Anything big? Played the most in October, 19 hours. Because you missed out on Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, you're the game. only one.
2: It's Civ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it give me a lot of different options? Oh, Mario Kart. Oh. There's Cult of the Lamb. Only five hours. Wow. Okay, womp womp.
2: Maybe you're, <laughs> maybe the you're
0: whole just... <laughs> when I got the tiniest bit of FOMO.
1: When <laughs> of the kingdom came out,
0: I played for three hours for three and then didn't hours. touch it ever again.
1: Notice that it told you when you started the game. You started oh, it in man. 2017, and Ooh, then you played three that, hours. Yeah, this that, year. that makes sense. Hilarious.
0: All right, <laughs> man, some good stuff there. Yeah, my Switch didn't get a whole lot of action this year, but there were some fantastic games out on the PlayStation that really took my priority. Yeah. So, with that being said, shall we move in to uh, move on to reading out our top three
1: games? Absolutely. Our
0: top, our top. Top games of the Would year. You so like to start?
1: Good yeah, sir. sure, sure, sure.
0: Uh, my
1: number three
0: for my favorite games of the year. Wait, can I guess it? Sure. Is
1: it Advance Wars one and two? One plus two. It is indeed. Wow, Not incredible. Advanced War, well,
0: technically, Advance Wars one because, like oh, I said, I haven't right. finished two yet. Uh, but yes, Advance Wars two was like, or Advance Wars one. It was so much fun getting to relive that nostalgia. Which the more I think about it, like I used to play it with my buddy growing up when, when it was on the uh, Game Boy Advance. And he had it. I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. I only got to play it at his house. So I only probably played the first couple missions, if anything, or like maybe skipped around in his save file, if that was possible at the time to go back to replay old stuff. And most of it was probably spent watching him play it.
1: Classic. The kids don't do that enough these days. Watch their friends play. No, you gotta be. Everybody's gotta be included. No, you gotta have your own controller. Multiplayer games. Never (laughs) heard of them.
0: (laughs) Right. And so, uh, so, but I always remembered it being like super fun because even on the on the Game Boy Advance, it was so fun. Like the little like battle videos that would come up when it would like each side would fire at each other, and the victor would be like, (laughs) and the the defeated enemy would be be like, be all mad. It was just so fun, and it was like it really was like playing a board game, uh, which at that time I was super big into playing risk with my friends, the board game version of civilization oh and, God, so, and, other st- Stratego <laughs> and other stuff like that. So like I was super into it. So having like a video game version of that so much fun. And so now getting it completely renewed and refreshed uh, with updated graphics and everything and updated gameplay, it was just a absolute blast to get to play that game. Absolutely loved it. Would 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, Again, like I said, I do understand why it was delayed Hmm. because it, while it is very fun, uh, the how it treats just the overall tone of it is like war is a fun game. (laughs) And it's like, Oh no That's, The, that the that...
1: themes were a little Misaligned with the times Yes <laughs> Because it's
0: like You have all the, the Your commanding officers And then the enemy Commanding officers And it's like They're all like, Used to be like Old friends And there's like Oh why did you join the, the blue guy The blue star army Why did you do this And it's just like I have my reasons I'll see you next time
1: <laughs> it's, it's just like Peace it's out like the, like It's kind of weird Like the stakes are really low Like yes. it's a war game But they're, there's not really But you're like
0: Invading other nations yeah. And like They're invading you And like your soldiers are dying, it shows it in the videos as they get blown away by tank fire. You're, you're like like when the, the infantry fights a tank and you like and a tank rolls up and shoots at him, the little infantry goes go beep,
2: beep, beep, like <laughs> fly off the screen. And
0: then the very next thing is intercut with a with a was with so a cutscene of them going like, Woo, that was tough. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> it's just, totally very weird but <laughs> gameplay so fun
1: oh my god so anyway uh
0: that was that you know, one has to be my number three that for the just
1: year. makes me think that like valiant hearts tried so hard to oh drive man, the point game. home that war is hell and it did and then games like advanced wars come along <laughs> and they just undercut it so hard
0: it, but yeah so for all those oh reasons i gotta say it's number three fantastic game to good come game. back to
1: All right, my number three, I'm going to say this with a big grain of salt, because honestly, I'm kind of begrudging about it, even though the time spent in game would say otherwise. It's Tears of the Kingdom. Oh. But I was really, really considering not listing it. I I was like, I feel like Ori and the Will of the Wisps should get that spot. Well, because
0: I feel like you obviously talked about it when the game came out and when it was brand new and fresh. But after that?
1: So that's I haven't heard you talk that's about That's exactly my reasoning because as soon as I decided that I was air quotes done playing it, which I didn't finish the game. I got to the point where I had done all four of the main like side characters quests, your little helper people. I did all of their quests and I collected all of the titular tiers of right. the kingdom. And then I got to the point where I technically could go and finish the game and I just went not today. And then the, and, and then is <laughs> your list of completed games would be so much longer if you didn't set, get to that
0: last bit and just said,
1: not today. But see, the thing with Tears of the Kingdom is <laughs> it was not today. And then the next day, like as soon as I got to that point, yeah. I feel like the drive to play the game, and not even the drive to play the game, thinking about it, just yeah. thinking about Tears of the Kingdom in one ear, out the other. Like mm. it truly mm. feels like it was just sort of a great, I am done with this. Wipe the memory. I don't need this information anymore. So even though I clearly had a great time with the game, I wouldn't have put 150 plus hours into it if I didn't. I had some pretty, I think, valid complaints about Tears of the Kingdom that I just feel, make it not Game of the Year quality for yeah. me. And I was really glad that at the Game Awards it didn't win Game of the Year because I was like, if it does, I'm going to it. Be also en-
0: what didn't really win that much.
1: No, I was like, I'm going to be embarrassed if it wins.
0: I feel like in my head I was expecting it to when it came out because of how big the reception was for Breath of the Wild. And I just kind of assumed that naturally that was just going to carry over and this one be received the same way. And the reception
1: for Tears of the Kingdom was incredible. And obviously the people that enjoy the more builder elements of it, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to put stuff together with your mage hand, I forget what they call it (laughs) in game, your iPad, I don't know, whatever they fucking call it. Sheikah come (laughs) on now, I know that. I couldn't remember (laughs) the word. It. That's how little I remember of that game. It's like nope, go away. Uh, and I think the biggest problem, like the biggest gripe I had with the game, and this is my own fault. I am willing to admit that this is my bad. I am on record in episodes of, of in, in episodes of yours, yep. saying multiple times, Nintendo, just give me Breath of the Wild again. And I was mistaken about that. You
0: did not want that twice because
1: what I didn't, I guess, what I didn't think they would do is reuse the exact same map
2: Mm. and that
1: was the element that i think really kind of made the game less enjoyable for me yeah because the thing about breath of the wild that was so wonderful was that exploration aspect and yes they did add in the abyss or whatever they thought
0: like the that was like the the underground stuff i think
1: they call it the abyss or the darkness or something like that again i don't remember the game uh the darkness down below which at, at first blush seems really innovative and really like oh my god this is all new territory until it occurs to you that oh no it's not the abyss is a literal mirror of what's above oh. it, it, it quite literally is so it's like, just dark like, like imagine that on the, uh, the overworld there's a mountain right well in the abyss there's a valley where that mountain is it's literally just the inverse of each other so it's just okay. dark and That's there weird. are different enemies down there to a certain extent mostly they're just kind of the same enemies but with uh, bone, glowing bone, red eyes or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <Bone flavor. laughs> you, you get the a little idea. Bone broth flavor a little in bone it. broth in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Salt bay, but Bone Broth bay <laughs> So it's it's a literal mirror. The uh, the um, one part of the game that I would say was truly somewhat in, innovative, at least as far as the exploration aspect goes, was the sky. The sky islands were all like new shit, and it was like, okay, the sky part is really fun, but the overworld. You've been everywhere before. Yeah, all the same towns were there. A lot of the same characters were there. A lot of the same characters came back, even though they were a little bit older this time. And I was like, "Oh God, not these fuckers again!" Right. (laughs) So, just there were a lot of things about it that were, and again, I know this is my own fault, but it was too much of the same. It was way too much of the same for me, and it did it didn't suck the fun out of it per se because I did spend a lot of time having fun in the game. Sure, but it did suck the memorability of it mm. straight out like the novelty it right. sucked all the novelty out because it was like no I've, I've done all of this shit before and i feel like i'm playing the same game again but with bone oh. broth flavor on top well, and, <laughs> and it's like and, it, and i wouldn't
0: necessarily say that that feels because they did add in so much other stuff i mean true the mirroring aspect of the underground part being of you know just mirroring the top yeah. that feels a little like oh okay but I wouldn't say that it's like, you know, I don't feel like they did that out of laziness because they did like add in the sky, the ground, and then like the expansiveness of like the building mechanics and all that stuff. But no, it would be the same thing. I would not have enjoyed Horizon Forbidden West as much if it had literally taken place in the exact same spot yes, as Horizon Zero Dawn. Exactly. exactly.
1: Um, I did really appreciate that they did try to make more of like a dungeon feel for mm-hmm. those main four quests. I really liked the puzzling aspects that they did in there. One of the ones that's in the desert used like a tried and true Zelda dungeon tactic of mirrors and lights, Ooh, which is like that's nice. in all the Zelda games. I love that kind of stuff. There was the the water level, of course, which had all kinds of mechanics. That I was like, fuck. <laughs> so which it's supposed to it's supposed to do that so that was perfectly in line yeah. with that so i appreciated the elements that they did add that were totally new the dungeons some of the bosses were really fun the entire sequence leading up to the i guess i'll just call it it's not really the sky temple it's whatever the area above the Riddo town is
2: okay
1: <sighs> people don't will know. know whatever don't worry about it <laughs> That whole sequence was really fun, really atmospheric, and that boss was actually really fun to play. So there were elements of the game that I loved, but there was just too much of the same, and ultimately it made the game really forgettable for me. Um, and even though they did a lot to try to beef up the story aspects, we have talked many times before, I couldn't possibly give fewer fucks about the story in <laughs> Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. I just don't care. Yeah. So even though they did their absolute best, I was like, skip <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested in this so I, I i'm it's it's a grudging tears of the kingdom at number three for me awesome. and if i'm listening to my heart it's orion the will of the wisps <laughs> <laughs> it's on a technicality
0: nice yeah i mean it was orion the will of the Wisps was a fantastic game
1: tears of the technicality anybody <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well let's move on to our number two slots uh, any guesses for this one?
1: Ooh, um, it's probably. I think your number one is going to be Jedi Survivor. Your number two.
0: Oh, and, well, no. Go ahead and guess. The finals. No.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I not wasn't sure too, if you'd too put in it. Too, okay, too new. new.
0: Uh, uh, too to, new. To really do that one. Give, give me um, a hint of
1: time of year.
0: Well, this one follows the old Team Chat way of not being a game from 2023.
1: That pod racing game. Oh, no. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Okay, there we
0: go. Uh, so, you know, we talk, we've we talked about this in past years and everything like that. Since we are, you know, gamers of limited time and budget. Uh, w- the games, we, we, like, we can't hit all the big games of we
1: 2023. Can't. You've seen our we hours. Just we just and so, can't. <laughs> uh,
0: so, you know, we revisit a lot of old ones. And sometimes those make it into our best games of the year. Because I hadn't played Ghost of Tsushima up until this year. And yes, that game hits the number two spot. Nice. Because not only is the story really well done. And like it was, it's one of those games. Ghost of Tsushima is an open world game. But this, and I say this normally, I would say this almost as a knock. It is not a knock in this case, where like I did not get distracted with side quests. I was in that story. Laser focused. Laser focused on that story and was able to beat that game in like 35 hours. Uh, I did piddle around. I can't
1: imagine beating a game (laughs) in so few
0: hours. (laughs) I I did piddle around and do some side quest things, but man, I just needed the next story beat after beat after beat. That game from start to finish was a fantastic ride. And not only that, the combat, top notch. And you played
1: on hardest mode?
0: Uh, no, I think I only did, I think I only did hard, uh, but coward, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but still it just like how, how smooth and seamless, like it, it really does feel like you are embodying and playing as a samurai who is at the top of his game and like at the top of his swordsmanship and everything. And you still like have the, like there will be, uh, like the classic samurai duels and it would like set them up like in a movie and everything like have these, like they like slowly, like, you know pop their katanas out of their sheaths and everything. And just... It was just so... It was so cinematic, but not in the way that I would call the Order eighteen eighty six a cinematic game.
1: It, more that the cinematic elements of it were blended into the gameplay. so seamlessly, yes. and it
0: felt like you were playing like a Kurosawa movie, yeah, Samurai yeah. movie, and stuff like that.
1: So it's more that the visual cues that you know from film were just really well represented in the gameplay. Yes,
0: play. and just also the just also Samurai culture in general, and and you know the the more medieval Japanese times and everything. I have watched so Samurai Shampoo. The- <laughs> I would.
2: Know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so, like it was truly great. Uh, it you know it has some elements of like Assassin's Creed in there with some you know a more some stealth gameplay available and everything like that. You can walk up to like a, one of the Mongol camps because this takes place during the Mongol invasion of Japan and. You can walk up to Mongols as, like, you encounter them in the world or go up to one of their camps, and you can challenge them. And they come out and, like, send their fighter, and you have to do, like, a mini, like, standoff, which then you can, like, cut them down really fast and, and then tie that into some chained abilities and other chained kills and stuff. It just... I know I never actually circled around and did a full review of it. I'm now realizing because I Did you
1: not? I thought
2: you did. I didn't
0: because I never got to doing the I wanted to do I have the director's cuts. So I wanted to play the Eki oh. Island expansion and I didn't have a chance to jump into the multiplayer yet. So ah. I didn't like fully round it out yet to do the review. But of like the single player, it was great. And I like I said, from start to finish, that story gripped me completely through and I had to just like run it through. So I would love to see a second game to Ghost of Tsushima at some point. That would be fantastic. And uh but for now, that's why it's it's at my number two for uh, my list of top three for 2023.
1: Very good choice. I will say that this will probably never happen but I feel like Ghost of Tsushima probably is a game that I would enjoy. You would. And I like to think that if I had time when I eventually get a PS5 maybe I will circle back to that game. So I'm not totally giving up hope. Well, it's Maybe PS4. someday it will happen but I don't want it for PS5.
0: Oh I see. You I want,
1: want it for PS5. PS5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I get you. I get you. I it want was the smooth pretty graphics. It was graphics. beautiful. Yeah. And, I do, and I do remember multiple people who, told, who had played the game before me told me that, like, the title card sequence of that game is f- fantastic and it is they're 100% right, nice. and so it's just a well done game. So, yeah, I put it at number two.
1: Very good choice. Uh, my number two, uh, and this is really just so it's technically a tie. I want to put this out here, okay, but because of the naming conventions, I thought that it would make more sense to put two <laughs> octo two, two path, path in number the number two, two spot. <laughs> so, Octopath Traveler 2, Fan. Fantastic game. Like I said before, I technically have not beaten it, but I have put many, many hours into it, and I can say that unlike Tears of the Kingdom, which was too much of the same, as a sequel, I feel like Octopath Traveler 2 was a total knockout. It did everything right. It improved on the already great formula that Octopath Traveler 1 had, but it brought in all new characters, completely new characters. You've still got your eight different people, one of whom you start with, and then you go around the map collecting up the other ones. They all have different roles, which are very traditional for JRPGs. You've got your healers. There's two of them. You've got your fighters. There's two of them. You've got your... Thief, <laughs> you, <laughs> got, rogue. You, you got your rogue. So all different types of people that do different things in the game. But what Octopath Traveler did so well is that this time around it introduced both the new characters and the day night cycle. Oh, that's cool! What a fantastic! You you remember this from the um, from the demo? Mm-hmm. Is that your character's special abilities? Like Casty's special ability is that oh, yeah, she I can to play the demo. Oswald. You're a cool. <laughs> Oswald fucking oh, anyways. Man. So uh, my my character that I chose as my start was the apothecary Casty, because she seemed just pretty badass mm-hmm. uh, and her daytime ability is that she can just talk to people. She can low key interrogate them but not really. It's more like oh she's such a friendly person sure. that people are willing to divulge information to her that Oswald for example would have to beat somebody up to get. <laughs> Casty can just be like hey there friend tell me about your, your day and they're like oh well let me tell you lady. You're a kind face to talk You're a kind, to. kind face to talk to, so she can talk to people during the day and get information. But at night, she can treat people's ailments, mm. usually by way of putting them to sleep because they're in miserable pain. And Wait, it's like still like killing them. No, like euthanizing. No, <laughs> God, go to sleep. <laughs> Maybe she would. <laughs> I feel like she she really probably would. She's like, by, by
0: day, you want to talk to this talk to her because she's friendly. By night, she kills you. She
1: will kill you. <laughs> well, that is actually sort of her plot point, is that people wonder if she is an angel of death, if she's oh. actually not a sincere apothecary, if she's actually going around poisoning people because she's got some sort of evil in hmm. her. Obviously, that winds up not being the case, but uh, her... Her journey is fantastic, as is, as are everyone else's. I feel like people complain about the storytelling in Octopath Traveler. They certainly did in the first game, which was somewhat justified. They still kind of did in the second game. And I'm over here going, what are you fucking bitching about? (laughs) All the stories are great. (laughs) I sit there and I choose to listen to all of the actual voice acting in conversations and not skip through them, even when they're fairly minor, because I'm just like, I just appreciate the artistry. I just appreciate that you took the time to record all these voice lines, that some of these conversations are so campy and over the top, not to the point of my friends are my power. It's not to that (laughs) level of camp, but like it's still very overblown in a lot of cases, which I personally love. I find that very charming about 2-Octo-2-Path. All the enemies were really fun. Some very, very memorable boss fights that were fantastic. One of whom was a We Have Sephiroth at home. He was hot. I was really into that (laughs) fight. That was a great fight. 10 out of 10 fight. Uh, So yeah, 2-Octo-2-Path. It is so worth playing through everyone's stories. It is so worth playing, period. It is a long-ass game. Make no mistake but I have enjoyed every hour I've put into it and every time I pick it back up I'm like ah yes this game this feels like home again and not only that like Tears of the Kingdom going back and playing Tears of the Kingdom gave me no will to play Breath of the Wild Mm Two Octo Two Path is making me go, shit, as soon as I'm done with this game and its post-game content where you fight the secret super boss, it's making me want to go back and finish all of the other paths from one Octo One Path. Mm. I feel like that's the mark of a great sequel, is that if it's so good that it makes you want to go back and replay the first game, it's definitely doing something right. Right. So it's a fantastic game. Can't recommend it enough. It's available for most slash all consoles. I think so. It's definitely for and Switch and Steam PS4, too, I think, right? and I think it's on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's also for Xbox. Nice. It's available for everything. Please, dear God, if you've ever even remotely liked a JRPG, go play it. Give it's it such a, a good give game. It a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Oswald's voice lines are so stupid. <laughs> they are so great. <laughs> God, that guy's dumb.
2: <laughs> he, he
0: was. I enjoyed <laughs> so playing stupid. him in the demo. That was an interesting time.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, great game. 10 out of 10.
0: Nice, nice. Well, before we do our top picks of the year, we did have some listener submissions for their top uh, top three games and some honorable mentions as well. So let's read those first before we yes. round out our
1: list. So from, starting with, oh, oh no, go no, ahead, go no, ahead. You, no, no, no. no, I was, no please, I was say, please, good okay. sir, Bro Mogan.
0: <laughs> His top three games are uh, number three, Fire Emblem Engage. He says which everyone forgot about because it came out in January.
1: Very true. Number huh.
0: two, Tears of the Kingdom. And then number one, the Resident Evil 4 remake.
1: No surprise there. Uh,
0: with an honorable mention of Two Octo, Two Path. Though he's not through everyone's chapter one yet.
1: Yeah, So that's why it's honorable mention, because he hasn't fucking gotten anywhere yet. He's really <laughs> dragging his feet. <laughs> Uh, and then from Brandon W we've got number ooh, he kind of went in a different order uh, honorable mentions Quantum Break and The Legend oh, of Dragoon
0: because yeah. that went on <laughs> yeah. PS1 Classics or like it's, it's now on the PlayStation Network <laughs> yep. or something like that yeah. so
1: he actually played and finished The Legend of Dragoon and agreed that it holds up <laughs> so <laughs> The Legend of Dragoon 10 out of 10 game uh, his original uh, I guess these aren't really in order uh, Metroid Prime Remastered which that's a game that I still have to fucking go back I'm and surprised play. you haven't done that one yet. It's been a busy year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing other games. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. I was glad to see at least one person shout out, FF FF16. Dead Space, another game that oh, I feel remake? like came yeah. out or earlier rema- in the year. No, Remake, yeah. yeah. Remake. Came out earlier in the year, got fantastic reception, everybody loved it. I do want to play that and one. I feel like everyone forgot about it <laughs> because everything else came out. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake also made his list, and then top of the list, Alan Wake 2. No surprise. That is actually the first game I'm going to get for my PS5 when I eventually Hell get yeah. it. Because I really, actually, very strongly I do game. too.
0: I want to play it a lot. And it
1: has nothing to do with how adorable their president or lead Luke, Luke whatever his name is. What's his name? Their lead guy that did Sam them. Lake. Yes, Sam Lake. Okay, not I was Luke, like, Luke, Sam Lake. no, Sam Lake. He's so cute. and He Man, was having yeah. such a fun time dancing at the game. Awards. It was a great time. <laughs> <The best>. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely didn't sway my opinion at all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so those were all of Brandon W's picks.
0: Nice. Then we have James K. Uh, he says one game lies of p because there were no other good ones
1: there were no other good ones and uh, he's the only person that i think can accurately comment on lies of p lord yeah. knows we can't so i did ask him to give a little bit more information on that
0: and he says a common response to the criticism is quote well why don't you make your own movie game etc lies of p feels like someone actually did that they had ideas about Soulsborn, and instead of expressing those ideas in a video essay actually just competed with the big boys and it worked it so, does look that's pretty cool,
1: cool. I do have that Soulsborne fear of like, is that game too try hard for me? Would I actually be able to play it and finish it? Or would I get through like the first boss and go, I'm done with this?
0: I think that's what I'm going to try to do in 2024 is try my hand at a Soulsborne once again. I played OG Dark Souls on the PS3 way back when and did not have go very well at it. But now I feel like I've grown as both a person and a gamer you're
1: blasphemous for God's sake! Exactly, and, Jesus. And I feel
0: like I can I uh, can be better at it, so I might try one of those this year.
1: If you were going to try one, I would say maybe just go for Lies of P. Go for the newest, shiniest right? thing. Right? And I was going to do K that. It's good. That or Elden Ring is yeah. kind of what I was thinking. Oh, see, I feel like knowing your ambivalence towards the huge open world Tears of the kingdom S games, I don't know.
0: I Elden like Ring might be too like
1: it is a pathless big big game and true. I know some people think that that's a pro and and for a lot of people it is but that's honestly kind of like why I don't really have any interest in <laughs> Elden Ring I'm just at that point in my gamer life where I'm like there are only so many hours in yeah, the day <laughs> no, I'm,
0: I'm right there with you uh then we had Fuchsia share two of her tops uh Smooshy Come Home and Dorgonk Dar- or got Dogne, I, couldn't, honestly, I couldn't figure I, out how
1: to pronounce that game for the life of me. I hadn't <laughs> heard of either of those. Uh, I have heard of Smooshy Come Home. It's a cute little game where you play as like a little mushroom and oh. you're going around like, so that's why it's Smooshy because oh, he's okay. a, little a little mushroom. Smooshy uh, Come Home does look very cute. Um, Fuchsia mentioned that most of her gaming time this year has been spent playing alphas for games that aren't out yet. Ooh. So secret stuff. Wow, that's fun. And then from Super Saiyan Ace, we've got another game that I totally, well, hang on, honorable mentions first. Honorable mention to Starfield and Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty which is
0: funny that that's the only time Starfield's getting mentioned in our yeah, episode is as
1: an honorable anybody mention anybody else comment uh. about it uh, and then his top three were Ho- Hogwarts Legacy which again I feel like it was forgot. such a stacked year forgot totally that forgot out. about it Street Fighter 6 I'm glad that somebody else was talking about Street Fighter even though I'm a Tekken kid at heart and I fuck Street Fighter <laughs> and hate that game <laughs> <laughs> but then his number one which I feel like you and I might eventually play maybe I want I do want to play this Hi-Fi Rush very happy to see Hi Fi Rush get a shout out here. Another one of those games that came out what back in February? It was like, yeah, maybe it was like really late, early in the
0: year, almost like maybe early spring, somewhere yeah. like that. But yeah, and then again, like no one knew was gonna be they just kind of were like here's this
1: game and everyone was like this game fucking slaps yeah
0: both in music (laughs) art style and like gameplay so yes yes, definitely want to try that one. and then he also commented
1: in the show topics channel that he thinks team chat play should tackle hi-fi rush and i think that sounds like an excellent idea that does sound like an excellent idea i have my xbox
0: one that should be doable yeah, we can make that happen. Oh,
1: we can yeah. make that happen. Uh, and then an, uh, another honorable mention, probably from both of us, that just I feel like neither of us can comment in super depth on, but we will be able to eventually, Baldur's Gate 3. Definitely. It, was, it was on my honorable mentions list,
0: yes. uh, for sure. Because while we celebrated that at one game of the year... We have only been playing in our multiplayer we've campaign. Exclu-
1: at least Jared and I—we've exclusively been yeah. playing in our joint multiplayer game, and we just—and that's hard. That that's far. hard to
0: get that to yeah. get the group together to do that and to make a substantial progress. Am I loving the game? Yes. yes. Are we having a ton of fun with all of our random shenanigans that we get into?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: These fuckers convinced me to lose an eye in my character. You got a
1: better eye in return. <laughs> I don't know why you're still harping on this.
0: It was more Cody being like, "Hey, Jared." Hey, Jared, go talk, <laughs> hey, to, that go talk get, to that person. Go talk to that
1: person. And then I lose
0: my eye. <laughs> that was very funny.
1: Uh, and then now, yes, a I do lot, have a, a better eye. And we spent a lot of time in the early game playing on hard mode. Yes. And we were just getting <laughs> <laughs> so eventually we were like, okay, let's be real gamers. Let's let's own up. Let's be real gamers about this. Lower the Lower difficulty, difficulty to normal. And we're bit. having a much better time oh, yeah. now. We're not breezing through it by any means. We still have our struggles, but it is at least doable now. Yeah. We're not losing constantly. And
0: I took completely from the time that we have spent in it, understand completely why it did so well and hmm. why it got so many awards and why it was ultimately crowned game of the year. Oh yeah. Just I have not put enough hours into it yet to to hit it have it rank on my list.
1: And in a certain sense, I would really say that um Baldur's Gate is super super fun as a multiplayer game, but that probably the more immersive experience is to play single player.
0: And I was and I did start a single player campaign. It was just hitting them at, honestly at about the same speed, so it felt like I was literally like doing something in my single player yeah. and then I would do it in the multiplayer. Yeah. And I was like, I need I need some distance yes. in between this. So I did kind of like fall off of my single player experience. And also there were just other single player games I wanted to play. Yeah. So. There you go.
1: Yeah, but when you're playing with a four with a full team of four like we are, yeah. it means that the bonus characters, the asterions the House yes. Houseens,
0: House? Yeah. hausens
1: the hausens they can't actually join your team, right? So there is a big part of the game, like the gaming character experience, that we are missing out on mm-hmm. by not being able to spend loads of quality time Talking with the in-game characters. Them and doing yeah. all that stuff. yeah Plus, when you're playing with four other people and you do have limited time, we're really kind of breezing through a lot of the dialogue.
0: Yeah, we're just kind kind of like we're not hitting everything we're yeah. like we got to actually make progress, we gotta make in the make progress. so so,
1: so what, what we're saying is we would probably be having a much better experience and It might be on our top three if we were if we had the time in
0: three years when we finish so our three. first run <laughs> it might make our top three lists but no it is still oh a, a, a very fun outstanding it game.
1: it might wind up being a top three game for me for next year yeah, like same. when I do eventually start playing it single player which I'm just gonna have to break down and buy it again on console because otherwise I'm which by, now, gonna by then
0: it'll it. probably be on sale you get in like a summer sale or something like Probably, that yeah I'd uh, be able to pick it up yeah um, do you have any other honorable mentions because no. that was all of our our lists uh, from our su- those were literally so
1: every game I played this year yeah. <laughs> oh honorable mention to Dredge oh this even, is just starting even it? though yeah. I'm not done it's fun
0: <laughs> um, my uh, other honorable mention would be Assassin's Creed Mirage uh because i am very close to finishing it uh i think i'm gonna try to knock that out within maybe this weekend or next week i do want to finish it before the end of the year so i can like write it on my list and be like i did it i finished um but it's good it's very fun but it just not quite enough Mm. to beat out to get to earn that spot in the top three gotcha but what did earn your number one spot and I would love to guess oh
1: I almost I almost thought we were done no we're not done yet we still have to do our because it feels so obvious people come on
0: theater rhythm final Final fantasy
1: theater rhythm final (laughs) bar line and I'm not gonna harp on it you guys have heard me talk about it multiple times it's the best game ever made (laughs) that's an exaggeration it's not the best game ever made like I said it is in my heart tied with two octo two path they are just two such incredibly different games that it's 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 apples and oranges they are very very different experiences, but no less fun. I have poured hundreds of hours into that game. It still continues to be a blast. I am for in-game trophies away from the in-game plat. Nice. I'm gonna gonna get there. Nice. The only one that I've started really actually practicing the Supreme level songs. Holy fucking shit, (laughs) how does anybody (laughs) do this? I don't know how I'm gonna manage. Uh, I think the only song that I have a chance at is either High Five from the Final Fantasy VII remake soundtrack Mm -hmm. or The Invincible from Final Fantasy, one of those middle ones that I didn't really play. Okay. I want to say six or nine. Sounds to accurate. Eleven. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Final Fantasy Th- Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line is a fantastic rhythm game. If you're a fan of Final Fantasy, if you're a fan of rhythm games, please, for the love of God, pick it up. It is so, so fun. You will not regret it. Loads of DLC to play. You can max out the entire, air quote, story quest of the game like I have and still find more reasons to play. Nice. And if you do get it, friend me on play on, on the Switch so that we could battle.
0: I know you're going to be challenging Kirok. I
1: know! The cowards! <laughs> That's why Brandon Weber says he's not actually playing right now. He just doesn't want to fight me. <laughs> I bet he is secretly playing it. He probably got a second Switch with a different username so that I wouldn't see him on there.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Alright, well, my number one game, would you like to guess?
1: Is it Jedi Survivor? No. Just <gasps> <Okay.
0: laughs> Definitely Jedi Survivor.
1: That would be such a bait and switch.
0: Um, I did have to, like, really do some soul searching because i almost feel like i jumped the gun a little bit last year with my game of the year picking my number one whereas i did spend last year i said my game was horizon forbidden west obviously a fantastic game spent over a hundred hours in it we both loved Uh, it yeah both loved the game but then i was like but then after saying that and reflecting on it i was like but the game i'm thinking about the most and and like listening to the soundtrack for the most and all that stuff Is Cult of the Lamb. So, like, I kind of feel like I jumped ahead. And I should have said Cult of the Lamb.
1: Should have gone with your heart.
0: Should have gone with my heart and not what I thought the people wanted. And so, (laughs) I mean, not saying Horizon (laughs) Forbidden West is a bad game in in any sense of the word. It was so much fun. But So I was, like, trying to be careful about this. I was like, is there anything that could top this? And I had to just say, from my heart of hearts, no. Jedi Survivor was just so fucking good i know it had a rough launch i know it had some some issues with frame rates which were still prevalent even when i was finishing the game like i was doing my quest my run to try to get the platinum trophy when they finally pushed the update that fixed the the frame rate issues for the ps5 and then once i started playing i was like well god damn it this is so much better (laughs) but technical issues aside and aside from the fact that yes they should have delayed the game a little bit longer to finish it up and get it and and pretty it up Jedi Survivor hit all the buttons of, like, a fantastic Star Wars game for me and fantastic video game. When I was talking about Ghost of Tsushima, which I realized that was also another little, like, uh, fire under, uh, to finish Ghost, was that Survivor was coming oh, out. Because yeah. it was, like, the game I played in between. Yes. I didn't mean to say that, like, when I said that it was a knock that I – not – I feel like I kind of worded it weird when I was talking about Ghost Tsushima where I said like, you know, I straight lined the story and that wasn't just, you know, to say that like it was bad and I just wanted to get it done. Um, Survivor, I again took 92 hours to completely finish it. It took me about 40 hours to finish just the campaign, the main single player story. And I was derping around all over the place in that one because it was the whole thing of I don't want this game to be over because I'm having so much fun. But at the same time. I need to see the story and how it finishes, so that I don't like forget story beats halfway through. But it just from you know it does touch a little bit more. And again, I've talked about this game ad nauseum as well, so I don't necessarily really want to harp on it. But just the fact that like the combat was so much fun, the characters were so much fun, was so good, and the story you know just continues to build on the Star Wars lore and universe in a really great way that doesn't seem forced and stuff like that. Not,
1: I don't It doesn't even... seem forced, forced?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even intentional <laughs> uh you know not saying that like some of the other uh, star wars media that's come out has been either but it just you know as a diehard fan it just was perfect
1: the bone, to your soul it was
0: and so i you know and then like what you were saying about um
1: sequels two octa- it, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah two octa two path of sequels making you want to go back and revisit that is another thing i'm doing in 2024 nice. i'm going to replace fu- survive, uh buh, Fallen Order so that I can fully finish exploring it and probably platinum that game too. Because when I was going through Survivor and all the different things I would uncover when I was like, man, I already played the whole game. There was so much more. And I was just blown away by how much there was outside of the main story of the game to explore and find and discover. And I was just like, I have to do this in Fallen Order because I didn't do that in Fallen Order. I played the game you know, derped around, did a lot of side quests, did a lot of exploration, collectible finding and stuff like that, but I didn't do the full experience. And now I'm like, man, I missed out on a lot and I have to figure out what that ex- what I did. So uh, it's it's going to be a fun time getting to go back and do that. And then, yeah, same thing. It's the one I've been thinking about. I tried to stop when I finished the story of Survivor. I was like, I'm going to take a break, play something else before I tr- I come back and do the uh, and try to get the platinum for it and everything like that. But I couldn't stay away. I'd nice. like just... It just every moment I could, I was jumping back in to keep, uh, piddling around and just had the absolute blast. So when I think back at 2024, the highlight uh, 2023, excuse me, the highlight is definitely without a doubt. Jedi survivor
1: nice good choice it was a good time the games that stick in your mind and in your heart those are the ones that are the game of material and the
0: soundtrack so good too I know we uh you know we I know we didn't talk about those as much this episode and things like that but like the soundtrack was so good uh it it, it, it is because and another entry in how Star Wars music now is starting to incorporate piano which I'm really into Ahsoka did that as well the show did that as well in its soundtrack had some cool piano bits in there which Star Wars doesn't have a ton of in its music so that's a very fun addition it's not
1: but, part of the Star Wars in-universe musical genre called jizz <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is not it is not part of that uh, Jesus
1: Christ
0: <laughs> isn't that a fun little tidbit of Star Wars knowledge Good to know Lord. that the Cantina band the genre of music it plays is jizz tragic <laughs> There was a little bit, a little bit of a, of a kerfuffle in the Star Wars uh, fandom when it thought they were trying to retcon it because in like oh. a book uh, uh, from a certain point of view that was covering uh, Return of the Jedi, it's a, like a book of short stories. They were they talking tried to about it. it to
1: Jaws,
0: Jats, <laughs> to Jats, and everyone's like, "Wait, are they trying to retcon Jizz?" <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I put my foot down. This is the line in the sand that shall not be crossed. <laughs> But no, uh, oh so boy. it's a uh, yeah. It's very funny because in the, in the Discord in our memes channel, uh, Brandon posted a, a sex playlist that's just the Cantina band song on repeat, and it's uh, so good, so good. What a great way to finish what? our wrap up talking
1: about <laughs> the <gym> shout out. <laughs> oh man,
0: I love to see oh it. Love boy. to see it. But yeah, that pretty much does wrap up our uh, 2023 in gaming. And thank you to everyone who submitted. Uh, some of their lists as well. It was always great to see. And yeah, we're going to be now, I guess... Taking a break for the end of the year. You know, our the holidays holiday are break. typical holiday breaks uh coming up here. So we'll be back in the new year. And once we do, we'll start off with our uh usual most anticipated games and upcoming stuff for 2024. So if you have anything that you would like to submit for that as well, hey, let us know. And you can do that by writing us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, uh joining our Discord talking about it with us there, putting it in the comments down here below, you know, any of those great ways, we'd love to hear from you. But uh for a phenomenal 2023 in games it has been fun to not only hit our own uh team chat milestone of 300 episodes so who knows what uh 2024 is gonna bring and thank you as always everyone for being along and joining us on the ride because we couldn't do it without all of your support
1: xoxo smooches smooches
0: and hard emojis
1: bam we Christmas and happy holidays and all that That's stuff. That's right. Happy New Year, because we'll probably not be around when That's it happens. Right. We'll see you in the new <laughs>
0: year, everybody. But until then, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Moody. Adios. We'll see you all in the new year. Bye.
1: Bye.